scumbags! That's rage! Sports Rage with Gabe Morency. Rage all you want. Who begins now? This is Sports Rage. I am Gabe Morency. The pimps, the players, the hustlers, the people that bust them, and everybody else in between uh, throwing it down as we throw it down Monday night meltdown style. The New York Jets and the New England Patriots both avoid disaster uh, tonight in a football game in which I'm not so sure either team actually really wanted to win. Not the players on the field, but the organizations. <laughs> if you're Bill Belichick, you hate losing, all right? But you also understand you're not going anywhere. And Belichick has got thick enough skin to handle a couple of jackasses on Twitter uh, calling him out and knowing that, all right, we'll take it on the chin this year, we'll get some good draft picks, we'll sign some free agents, and we'll be back uh, next year. But I don't want to be the ones to lose to the New York Jets, right? You know that Belichick didn't want to lose this game, but at the same point in time, you know, it is what it is if they would have lost, all right? It would have just, eh, it is what it is. And if you're the New York Jets, I get it. If you're a New York Jet player, you probably deserve better. Uh, the New York Jet players played well. And really, like, the New York Jet players, they deserve, like, a night, right? They deserve that one night. Like, basically, NFL teams, you know, when they win, they go out and party. Like, basically, like, every time, the Giants don't win a lot, but, like, I was going to tell you, like, you want to meet Daniel Jones? Uh, I probably shouldn't tell you this, but yeah, you want to meet, I can tell you, if you want to meet Daniel Jones, just go to Hoboken, New Jersey, like, after they win, all right? Uh, we won't name the spot. <laughs> You can find it online. But basically, it's like it's it's like the Giants win. It's like, yeah, yeah, they're going out, they're gonna get wasted. And it's right on cue. Like the Jets, same thing. Like I, you know, I was in New York. I live in New York and I see it all the time. Like the Jets, they don't win a lot, right? The Jets will win like three times every year. All three times they'll go out and get smashed and it'll be in a newspaper and stuff. Uh, like Sam Darnold was puking on the sidewalk and had to be carried home. Yeah, how do you think this kid got mono? <laughs> They got mono bikes staying in. So I was just thinking, like, the poor bastards, the poor Jets, they'll still go out, but it's not the same. You know, those guys deserve, like, one night out on the town. And ironically enough, no, neither New York uh, Giants or the New York Jets, of course, uh, actually play uh, in New York. So they don't go out in New York either. When they go out and party, they actually party in New Jersey, believe it or not. Late night anger management class continues. George Kurtz coming up. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Rage it up. Sports Rage with Gabe Morency. Rage all you want. Don't ruin your appetites. I'm buying lunch for everybody on me. Oh. <laughs> What's the occasion? I'm rich. I won my bets on the Rose Bowl, the Sugar Bowl, the Cotton Bowl, and I chunked it all on a hockey game, and I won that. <laughs> all right, all right. How much did you win? 116 bucks. <laughs> what a windfall. Yeah. Yeah, I still feel tingly. Monday Night Meltdown, George Kurtz will join us in a couple of uh, moments. Uh, the New England Patriots come back and win 30-27 to 27 this evening. Big uh, big performance for Cam Newton. 
uh, redemption for Cam Newton after he fumbled the football uh, last week late against the uh, the Buffalo Bills. Um, and really, like I said, it's really a win-win tonight. If you're the New York Jets, and, and all New York Jet fans are actually happy on Twitter tonight. And I know New York Jet fans, and I saw them, and I was talking to them on Twitter, and they were. They were mad when the Jets were winning late. Like, why screw this up? You have a generational quarterback, and Paul Bovey, he's not so sure he's a generational quarterback. Um, you know, is he a warm weather quarterback? I think one thing we should note, I've always thought this, and I've brought this up over the years, that that the the cold weather, warm weather thing is made in the NFL not as a youngster or in college, all right? Like, the fact that that uh, the Trevor Lawrence is from Georgia and plays at Clemson has zero impact, like, on whether he's going to be able to be a good cold-weather quarterback in the NFL or not, all right? Like, Josh Allen's a great example of this. People always talk about Josh Allen with the Buffalo Bills. Oh, like, Josh Allen, all right, Buffalo, all right, played at Wyoming. Played at Wyoming. Yeah, he did play at Wyoming, it's true. Courtesy and via of California. Josh Allen's from California, all right? Josh Allen's from like the uh, like the, like the Bay Area type thing. Like he's, you know what I mean? Like uh, Josh Allen, like Josh Allen played college football at Wyoming, but he's from California. Josh Allen never saw snow until he went to Wyoming, right? Aaron Rodgers, Green Bay Packers. Aaron Rodgers is a good cold weather quarterback. Aaron Rodgers played football at Cal. Like, Josh Allen's from, like, the same area as Aaron Rodgers. And you know, he played at Cal. Uh, Brett Favre. Brett Favre was a great cold-weather quarterback. Man, like, remember the, the old legend in the old days? That was one of those things in the old days that I'd feel comfortable betting on. Like, over the years, there hasn't been a lot of, like, stone-cold locks where you're like, yeah, yeah, man, this guy, he, don't, he won't lose. Like, they don't lose. And, like, for a while there, Brett Favre was that guy with Green Bay. Like, remember in the old days, man, when it was like, you know, when it would actually be cold? The weather patterns are all whacked right now, right? Everything's out of sync in the world, right? So it's not even that cold in the playoffs anymore. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, we don't really get those crazy cold, like, playoff games and snowstorms and all that. It might be raining now, but I was thinking, just thinking back to last year in the playoffs, it wasn't cold. I think this year they're predicting it's actually going to be a pretty cold winter across the board. Uh, so we'll see. But, yeah, in the old days, man, like I remember, like, dude, Brett Favre was like 14-0 and 0 or something like that. You know, like the colder it was, the better Brett Favre was. Brett Favre's from Mississippi. All right? Brett Favre didn't grow up in the frozen tundra. If you're tough, you're tough. Yeah, like it's, it's not a – but it is true, though. It is true that some guys – aren't made for it, right? So it's not, but I'm just saying where you're from doesn't matter. Like where you're from doesn't matter, right? Like like Tom Brady is a good example. Tom Brady has made a living playing in bad weather. Like Tom Brady's legend has been made in the snow. Think of all the Patriot, classic Patriot games, like in bad weather. It was, it's always been bad weather in Foxborough over the years in the playoffs, right? And look at Tom Brady. Tom, Where's Tom Brady from? California, you know, same thing, right? But you do have certain guys, and you can tell, like Sam Darnold, and Paul Bovey was right about that. Like, you can tell. Like, Sam Darnold, I remember when he first got to New York, 
I knew New York wasn't the right place for him. I knew the media wasn't the right place for him. The type of people, it's just, he's from, he's a laid back. Somebody that knows, like somebody that knows him basically said, dude, he's just a laid back sort of stoner dude. Like, he's like, you know what I mean? And he's freaked out in New York City and, and New Jersey and stuff. Like the traffic and the aggression, <laughs> like the fans angry. Uh, it's cold. And that's the thing. It is always dark and gray at the Meadowlands. Like it's like playing for the Giants and the Jets is not like some New York party that people think it is. Like they, like I said, they all live in New Jersey. They practice in New Jersey. They don't live in New York. Like there's, they don't even have the practice. There's nothing in the state of New York about them. They get taxed less in Jersey too, right? So they want to live in Jersey, right? So it's not as glamorous as people think. Same with the Knicks. Like the Knicks, you play with the, for the Knicks, but their training facilities in Westchester, it's in the middle of nowhere, Westchester. And, like, that's a big problem. Like, players, like, say, like, if you play for the Knicks, you don't actually live in New York because you're always practicing out and, you know, out in Westchester. So you have to live out there. And, you know, they say you the only time you ever really see the city is when you play at home. You play a home game at the Garden. So, like, you, know, you don't get that experience. But I remember Sam Darnold early and I could, you could tell he was rattled just from the social aspect of the city. I could, you could just tell. And people around him, there were grumblings about it that like New York was freaking him out a bit. New York can be an overwhelming city. You got guys like Yang cruising around on scooters and stuff. And <laughs> but like New York City's not for everyone, right? So you know it freaked him out a bit. And another thing is he's a wuss with the cold. And you see, you can tell early. I remember early in the season, it was like October, and it was a little cold out, it was a little windy and stuff, but it wasn't cold, cold. It wasn't football cold. And Sam Darnold, bro, like he had the jacket, the hat, the like the he had like the turtleneck thing, like the the warm his neck, like the thing around his neck. He had like the hand warmers on. And I'm like, damn, man, it's a kid. It's it's only October, bro. I think you gotta ease up on this. And, you, you know, you can sort of tell, like, golfers like that. Phil Mickelson used to be like that. Phil Mickelson used to go to, like, the British Open. Same thing, man. He'd have, like, a winter parka on. He'd have, like, a Canada goose jacket on while he's putting and stuff. It's like, bro, it's not that cold. It's in your head, and, you know, you're not going to play well because you're all convinced that it's freezing and stuff, right? And Phil Mickelson from San Diego. So, of course, you know, I don't, I don't like the cold. I don't like the cold. But I don't really fall for that. I think people look at Trevor Lawrence. I think the fact that he looks like Steffi Graf, that people are going to assume that he might be soft. He's skinny. He's tall, but he's skinny. Trevor Lawrence as well. But I don't, I don't, look, dude, Trevor Lawrence has a cannon for an arm. All right. Like, that's the thing about Trevor Lawrence. The, Trevor Lawrence throws a great football. All right. So Trevor Lawrence throws a great football. And whether it's snowing or not, is going to be irrelevant whether Trevor Lawrence throws a good football, right? And I, as we stated, too, the whole weather thing is kind of overrated nowadays. The weather patterns are different in the world. They are. And you see, like, have we, we haven't, we, we have had one weekend in the NFL this year where it was considered a, a bad weather weekend. And it wasn't like really viciously cold. It just happened to be very windy. What was it? Was it last week? Yeah, it was last weekend. It wasn't like yesterday, but last weekend in the NFL. It was like incredibly windy 
And it was. It was rainy and windy on the East Coast and the Midwest and stuff. You know, that used to be routine and nothing. But today's players, oh, my God, it's terrible. Look how bad it is out here. Right? And look now, it's right back to being nice. Look at Buffalo, bro. We're in mid-November. The Buffalo Bills just played Seattle yesterday. It was 68 degrees and sunny. The weather conditions were perfect. Like, in the old days at Buffalo, man, it'd be like hail, like sideways sleet. Like, you know what I mean? You'd be like, oh, God, this is hell on earth. Portraits continue. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. You're listening to Sports Rage with Gabe Morenci. Portrait's late night continues. I'm Morenci. Monday night meltdown. Normally, I don't feel like getting uh, drunk and drinking until like, you know, Thursday I start thinking about it, and then like Friday, yeah, I better do it. <laughs> now it's Monday, and I'm like, oh, God. Um, you know, this this is the start of the week. Um, it started on game time decisions today in which um, somebody egged Cam's uh, place today uh, during the show. <laughs> so that, 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 that was interesting. On the plus side, Cam did hit a Rex Burkhead prop at plus uh, 250. And uh, speaking of uh, hitting winners, you know, it was a frustrating weekend for me because my picks were really good, but um, but I ended up like, you know, whatever. You know, that, that stupid game on Sunday night didn't do me any favors. I didn't do great tonight either. Uh, we salvaged uh, some in-game. So we would actually, we escaped from New York, so to speak. Um, yet, normally I don't talk about, oh, better wins this much money and stuff like that. I don't care, like, about these stories. There's some, like, all the mainstream sports sites now, they all talk about, oh, better bet $100,000, better bet $50,000 or whatever. I don't care, right, about those stories. But this is an interesting one. As a uh, better, a better in Las Vegas uh, over the weekend, actually won four hundred and forty thousand dollars. Four hundred and forty thousand dollars on a um, four thousand dollar parlay. So this is for all you parlay haters out there that all oh, parlays are for losers and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Well, this guy's a big loser as he just cashed nearly half a million dollars. Um, and you know what? When you look at his parlay here, this isn't just, you know, it's it's a real story here. The sports book released it. Um, you, you, the better has to give approval, but the better gave approval. He didn't, you know, give his identity. Uh, but it wasn't really, you know, there were a few crazy things that he did, but not really over the top. Yes and no. But, like, you figure, like, wow, $440,000. He must have really gotten crazy. But no. You know what I mean? We're talking about it's like a little more than 100 to 1, really. So it's not, uh, you know, it's not uh, 1,000 to 1. Like, if you look at the the odds here. So he took Liberty on the money line. Liberty were like, what were Liberty? Liberty were like 17-point uh, underdogs. Sports rate. All right, so li- he took Liberty, Liberty on the money line, plus 500. Uh, App State. Uh, he took App State. Minus 1,100. 
All right, so he had he had a, he had an underdog, then he had a big uh, big favorite uh, here. Oklahoma, Oklahoma was a massive favorite. Iowa State minus six hundred. Uh, Ohio State, you know, Ohio State were massive favorites. Obviously, he had the Pittsburgh Steelers, big big favorites. So really, he had a bunch of big favorites. He had like your typical, he had a typical usual college football favorite parlay uh, here. App State, Oklahoma, Iowa State, Oklahoma State. But he had Maryland to beat Penn State, which was ballsy. He had Liberty on the money line to beat Virginia Tech, which was ballsy, but not like over the top. I like Liberty, and I didn't pull the trigger on it. And his 4000 paid $440,000. Now, I know George Kurtz had the New York Jets tonight, uh, but I don't think... Um, I don't think Kurtz had $442,643 uh, coming back on this game. What's up, George Kurtz? Yeah, you might want to take off $442,500 off that bet. It's <laughs> about what I had on the Jets tonight. It was a different kind of game, though. I didn't expect to have so many, uh, so much points, so much yardage tonight. I thought it would be a quieter game as far as offense was concerned. So at least it was somewhat exciting. Uh, yeah, you know what? It's a, it usually turns out that way. So I guess there was some miscommunication, uh, George. I see. I assume you were on Twitter. You've been on the show every Monday night, but I just assume you were out partying. Uh, you, you were celebrating your New York Jet cover tonight. You were at the bowling alley. No, actually, you, know, like you, ha having, you should know what problems. I was doing tonight. What did I say uh, I was going to do tonight last night? Of course. Well, uh, I wasn't with you last night, but I'm assuming you were refing a hockey game. I was repping hockey, right. I didn't get home until about midnight. I, I literally just finished watching the game maybe 10 minutes ago. So what, you tape the games and then you watch the games after? Like, uh, what, you fast forward through the commercials? You fast forward through the commercials. You, you can, you know, you go on a slow uh, fast forward. You can fast forward, you know, between plays as well. It takes about an hour, maybe an hour and change. Yeah, but how do you, yeah. Um, see, to me... To me, it's just, it's like the either you watch the game in its entirety with the flow, or who cares, you just watch the highlights, George. Like, at that point, in my opinion. Like, sitting there, like, you know, play-by-play. Play. Listen, you know, long, long ago, before the internet and anything, right, I used to bet a lot, and there was like a million college basketball games on. And I wouldn't know, you know what I mean, the scores and stuff if I was out, so... I really would like hit record, like in the old days with the VCR, you know what I mean? I'd hit record on one network and I'd say, all right, I won't know the scores of those games and I'll know the scores of the other games because you could actually pick and choose. There was no internet. So, um, but I would never be patient enough. I would always just fast forward to the end of the game after. I'd be like, screw this, man. I'm not sitting around here for an hour and a half watching this crap. I'm just going to go to the last two minutes here. So I just fast forward to the last five minutes of the game all the time, and I'd be like, all right, if it's close, I'll watch it. If I won, I won. If I lost, I lost. And I'll go on to the next game. So, yeah, that's that's pretty big of you to come home and actually re-watch these games. Yeah, I mean, you, I can usually I can avoid the score. I can hear guys talking about it, but then I'll just walk away or start, you know, blah, blah, blah in my head, stuff like that. Uh, the reason, listen, I didn't want to watch this game. I did not want to spend three hours in front of my TV watching the game. If this was a normal sports time, there'd be hockey games on tonight. I would have stayed home. The Thursday night game was Indianapolis and Tennessee, I believe, offhand. I'll be home. I want to watch that game. Ventra, Ventra is asking Jets. the same thing. Our boy Ventra, the closers, he's, he's, in our, he's asking the same thing. He's like, who tapes this game? Why did you tape the game for? 
<laughs> because I do. I want to. It's football. I still want to watch it. I mean, uh, you mentioned I had oh, money on the game. I have fantasy players, so I still want to so watch the game. Me, you're telling me though, so you actually avoid knowing the score when you're refing and everything? Like, because I had to be honest. Uh, if it's, it was it, me. If it's me, I'm just looking at my phone every two minutes. I'd be refing, and then yeah, in I'm between not. a little wreck, I just look down at my phone and go, "All right, it's seven nothing after the quarter." Like, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I'm different. Like, I don't like old news. Like, the game's old news. It's old news. And the thing is, and you're a pro, I get it, and I respect you for it. You're a real football fan. You want to see the plays. You want to get caught up to date. But uh, whatever, man. Watch ESPN for half an hour in the morning. <laughs> You'll get caught up to date. Yes, but I'm going to be when I come home. I'm going to watch. Let's give me something to watch when I come home, have a sandwich, watch the game. I'm going to be up forever tonight anyway with all the work i got to get done. So it's just something to do. I don't mind. I've been doing it forever. I mean, literally, even we did it with VCRs back in the day, you know, and now you're doing it. It's much easier now with the uh, everybody, DVR. So. Everybody, George. Yeah, everyone in our chat's like, <laughs> they're, they're all, maybe we're just like more impatient than you are, especially if you have money on the game, George. If I had money on the game, I'd definitely, like, I'd look down on the phone. That's the way people look at games anyways anymore. You know what I mean? Like, who cares? Like, you just sort of look down on the phone, or there, there, there it is. Uh, there it is. Uh, what, so Spenny Mac, Spenny Mac says, would you give a penalty to someone that tells you the score when you're reffing? <laughs> Somebody goes, I don't hey, tell I'm, I'm One thing I've learned is don't tell anybody you're recording the game because you're, you're right. Some guys could be jerks. And they tell, I know I wouldn't give a penalty for it, but they, they could have. I've called, if I make a call against them, oh, oh the, ref, the Jets won, by the way. You know, something you can say something stupid like that. But also, I, I always found through the years, people tend to slip, even guys who don't want to, they'll slip up. If they know you're recording it, so I don't tell anybody. Because you're you know, insane. after the game's over, I go There's straight no to the back room. I don't look. Yeah, I don't look at my phone. Well, actually, I do look at my phone, but not. I don't look at anything, any social media. I'm just looking at texts. You know, and that's from my wife, and my wife doesn't care about football. Or my kids, same thing. They're not sending me anything. Anybody else, I don't. Uh, I don't bother with. And like I said, I've been doing it for so long. People, most people know I'm doing it, so they avoid it. And they, uh, it's rare. I probably get away with it eight of ten times. Um, it's just, it's crazy. So it's, I can't believe it's such a hot topic, but everyone's like, yeah, I can't watch a replay of a game. Like just the impatience level of it and stuff. Um, it's just too but good. I watch all the games uh, anyway. I, you know, so on that 30 I'm, minute, uh, through direct TV, I watch all the games during the week anyway. I, uh, and that's for me for work. Cause I got to write about the games uh, later in the week. See, so I'm going to watch it. I'm not this game. I respect you for it. I'm not calling you out from a negative standpoint of it. It's very old school of you. But from my standpoint is I can't handle, like, not being in the now now. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, like, you know, like a good example is, look, I went to Subway tonight during the game, and I was actually pretty good about it. Like, normally I'll walk with my phone <laughs> and just sort of look as each play is going. And... Today, I didn't. I put the phone in my back pocket, and I lasted about 10 minutes, five minutes, seven minutes or so. And I was like, all right, I better check back in and sort of look, see see, see, see what the score is. But, yeah, I'm not uh, – I can't uh, – I need to know now. And, I, you know, I can watch the highlights after and stuff like that. But I'll tell you what, George, the fact of the matter is – the fact of the matter is Major League Baseball – has had big success with this, with um, with their games and like you know like um, you know Yankees in thirty or like Mets in sixty and and you know like the Blue Jays, dude. The Blue Jays have more people that watch their games 
in a in a 60 minute capsule than they do to watch their games. It's insane. Like the modern generations actually prefer this stuff. Like, and you'll see like shorter attention spans even better. But you condense the baseball game down to to an hour. You cut out all this crap. It's like, all right, these are the hits. This is what happened. And people actually enjoy that. And the ratings are big. It's not just sort of a spin-off knockoff. It actually does better because it they could put that on like overnight all night. It doesn't cost them any money. And it's a short watch for people. As you stated, people want to watch something they get home, right? You don't want to watch CNN or like the cable and the news and oh, a draining election crap. They're like, oh, you know what? I'll watch the, the Met game in a recap. Right, the capsule broadcasts are really, really popular and big. Or George Kurtz on the other side. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Rage it up. Sports Rage with Gabe Morency. Rage all you want. Let me get this straight. You took all the money you made franchising your name and bid it against the Harlem Globetrotters? Uh, I thought the generals were due. He's spinning the ball on his finger. Just take it. Take the ball. That game was fixed. They were using a freaking ladder, for God's sakes. Four trades late night continues. I'm Marenzi, George Kurtz, uh, kicking it with us. Um, I would bring up uh, the World Series and Major League Baseball. I would bring up free agency, uh, uh, George, but I'm not so sure you know who won the World Series. Uh, have you watched the World Series yet? Is that on tape? <laughs> I never, uh, I never more, wait I more than blow no, that, that night. I don't, I don't want to blow it for night. you. I, uh, yeah, I won't watch. I won't watch. Uh, you know. A game tonight, tomorrow morning. I won't do that because I can't stay off social media that long. So I'm not that crazy. Listen, yesterday is a uh, my, my daughter had to go to a party yesterday at six o'clock. I'm like, are you kidding me? During football Sunday, I had this thing time though. I'm like, I knew how far it was away. I'm like, we'll go during uh, as soon as it gets to halftime. As soon as it gets to halftime, we can do this to get back and forth so I don't miss anything. I when I had my when I tore my ACL, uh, it was during game one of the uh, I think it was a division series in the Yankees and Twins. It's the first game of Twins uh, of their of their 19 losses. So whatever it was in 2003, I believe it was. Uh, and I get out of surgery. And, you know, blah, blah, blah. And they finally released me later. I get in my car. Buddy calls me. And he's about the surgery. How you doing? I, oh, you know, it's blah, blah, blah. It's not, not, not great. Da, da, da. Oh, really tough day to you because the Yankees lost too. It's like, what? That's what I had to look forward to when I got home was the, the Yankee game. Houston, oh, man. I hate when people tell you, oh, well, by the way, don't, oh, don't watch the game. It's terrible. They, somebody got blown out. You know, I didn't know that till you told me. That, that annoys me more than anything. When guys, oh, don't bother watching it. People like that who know you recorded, they think you do. They think they're doing me a favor because it might have been a blowout. I don't care. I didn't know that till you told me. Now it sucks because I know it's, it's going to be a blowout. But uh, yeah, I'm crazy. I know that. Listen, I know this is me. I know. I know now, honestly. So after um, after after the game, after you ref the hockey game uh, tonight, I don't check my I phone. Assume, don't worry about it. No, uh, but I assume what did you return the uh, the video to Blockbuster as well? The family video that you watched this weekend. <laughs> You still, Kurt, I think I got a video Kurt to, Yeah, Kurt still goes to like the uh, the video shop. I actually saw there's still one video shop in America. 
called Family Video or something like that. <laughs> what he's hanging on to the past. It's uh, it's DVDs, I guess, or DVR. I don't know, man. DVR, whatever the hell it is. He's he's, he's hanging on to the past. I upset people. I upset people um, during The Walking Dead last year, two, a couple of, two years ago, maybe. The TV show, The Walking Dead, it was like the season finale, and I commented on it after. <laughs> and, or it was Breaking Bad. It wasn't, it was Better Call Saul. It was, and Walking Dead. It's happened a couple of times. Where, so I commented on it, and, you know, Walking Dead, I did, I did give away stuff. I was like, oh, I can't believe she killed him. Like I came right out and like I'm like I didn't hold anything back. But the ep- the show was over and I got a flood of people. Thanks a lot on the West Coast. And it's like, dude, yeah, like you know that it's airing earlier on the East Coast. And what do you think? He's like, you should have waited until you known it finished airing on the West Coast to comment. It's like, dude, if the show's over, I'm watching the show in New York and the show's over at eleven Eastern. Am I supposed to wait until two in the morning to comment on it? So people in L.A. watch it, George? I don't think so, buddy. I don't think so. Wasn't it, uh, wasn't it LaShawn McCoy <laughs> that got blasted for uh, giving away, uh, was it a Avengers Endgame? Yeah, but I, I think it was, LaShawn, I, I think LaShawn it was, was a little different because LaShawn McCoy saw it the first day, the premiere. LaShawn McCoy he saw like the first showing type of deal. And went on Twitter right away and said, oh, R.I.P., man. R.I.P., Tony, or whatever. And, and like, oh, yeah. LaShawn McCoy, like, really ruined the big movie. So much so that, like, uh, the, the, the studio was mad. Because LaShawn has a lot of followers, right, on Twitter. So it's like, it was like, people were like, well, I'm not going to go see the movie now. I already know. LaShawn McCoy ruined it. And LaShawn McCoy played dumb after. Like, you know what I mean? He was like, I didn't know people didn't see it. I didn't, you know, I didn't know people, like, cared this much. And 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 then after, though, he got mad about it. And he was like, good, I'm glad I ruined it for you. <laughs> and he got kind of upset because people were really hating him, man. People were like, you don't deserve to go to the Hall of Fame. Like, and LaShawn McCoy, we, we know, right? The guy's going to snap eventually if you poke him. So, like, people on Twitter were really coming after him hard about his career and stuff. So he was like, you know, you're all a bunch of losers that care so much about this stuff. And, um, yeah, people are sensitive. And now we got our boy Ventura telling us, uh, uh, here, not talk about The Walking Dead. He's got the next five years taped. Yeah, yeah, well, what are are you supposed to do? (laughs) (laughs) I'll tell you what, all right? I'll tell you, he's got five seasons he hasn't watched yet. I'm gonna. I, I'm not gonna. I'm gonna. I know. I'm not gonna spoil it for you, Ventra. There's a lot of zombies. A lot of people get killed, and uh, the story just keeps going and going. All right. <laughs> There's the description. There's a description of the uh, the Walking Dead. But I, yeah. So I don't know, George. I could have saved you some recording time and just tell you the Jets were gonna lose, but they did cover. But I tell you what, they did themselves a favor losing. I know the players are pissed they lost, George, but. They're, oh, yeah. they're, they're winless. Why win? You're going to get Trevor Lawrence. And I'm not buying this stuff that Trevor Lawrence is going to refuse to play for the Jets. Are you? Do you believe that he'll refuse to play for the Jets? I think. Listen, I don't think he should play another college football game right now. I think he should be. I'm done. Thanks, Clemson. Thank you for everything. My next football game is next September. So I think he can make all the noise he wants, but he's coming out. I think I'd be shocked if he doesn't. In this day and age, you got to get that contract. I think. I don't think he's uh, going to stay at Clemson. I don't think that's going to happen in a million years. 
I guess he could try and pull an Eli Manning, you know, back in the day and not go to the Chargers and uh, force himself to the Giants. But I don't see that happening either. I think he, he can make all the noise he wants. The way things are going now, Lawrence is going to the Jets, and I don't know if the Jets are going to win a game. I mean, if you can't beat New England, that's not a great team either. I don't know who they're beating on their schedule. I think Jets are going one, Jaguars are going two, and there'll be a fight for three to be Jaguars will take uh, fields, and whoever gets number three will get the best overall player, not a quarterback. Well, and well, and don't forget about Zach Wilson, who a lot of a lot of people like, and I know Bill Belichick likes Zach Wilson a lot. Uh, well, who knows what Bill Belichick's ever thinking, to be honest. But um, word is the Patriots have their eye on Zach Wilson. If you look at the New York Jets schedule right now, they're at the Chargers. They have a bye week, so they have a bye week right now. Uh, they don't play this week. Yeah, exactly. Then they're at the Chargers. They're not going to win that game. They won't beat the Chargers. They host the you Dolphins. Think so. They host the Dolphins. I don't see them winning that. That was a battle. Well. Yeah, I know, I know. They 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 host the Raiders. Then they're at Seattle. Then they're at the Rams. That's not good for them. Um, versus Cleveland at New England. Yeah. The thing is, they got to yeah, win at least they, two. Even one doesn't change anything. Nobody else uh, has one win. So even with one win, they still get the number one pick. They so don't want to. I, I don't win. see them winning two. I just don't see it. No, they're going to get the top pick. And so what do you do with Sam Darnold? Trade Sam Darnold to San Francisco, Indianapolis. Does anyone want Sam Darnold? Does anyone think that Sam Darnold, the Bears? Sam, Dar- Sam Darnold's made for the Bears, bro. They, they, I just called it. It's perfect. Sam Darnold to the Bears. <laughs> Right, and he'll suck there, right? Like there, and the Bears will be the type of team that'll think, "Oh man, Sam Darnold, yeah, let's get Sam Darnold," and it'll be a disaster with Chicago. Sam Darnold to the Bears, like where does Sam Darnold end up? They supposedly like Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold's done with the Jets, bro. Like if Trevor Lawrence is there, he's done, and they're gonna try to trade him. But who wants him? The thing is. I know Jet fans are going, we can get a, a number two, number three for him. No, you can't, because everybody and their mother knows you have to get rid of them. You're not going to pay them, right? Because they're going to be doing a pretty hefty salary. The Jets have lots of salary cap room next year. So they, I guess theoretically they could. They could try and bluff teams, but they know you want to get rid of them. You don't want to have Donald and Lawrence. You know, what's going to be a backup, a highly paid backup? Not going to happen. So your leverage is out the window here. You mentioned the teams, and all those teams are legitimate. They could use a quarterback, but who, does anybody know, believe yeah, in Donald have right one now? Loss. The Jags are right there. That's why the Jags bench Minshew and they went to Luton, Luton, but Jake Luton's probably better Luton's than better. Minshew. Yeah, exactly. So they're kind of screwing up here. They don't want to win. They're at one. If I'm the Jets, I'm happy the way it is right now. I'd be careful with Flacco out there because Flacco doesn't care about your feelings, right? Flacco doesn't care about your draft pick either. Like Flacco, Flacco went for the win today and screwed the like Gase because you know Gase wants to win. Gase isn't going to be there to coach Trevor Lawrence. There's no way in hell they're going to keep Adam Gase around. So, you know, if you're Gase, you want to He would have liked to be Belichick tonight. Yeah, you're damn right. Gase would have liked to be Belichick tonight. The thing is, uh, you're right about Jacksonville could be a problem because you look at their schedule. It's at Green Bay, Pittsburgh, Cleveland, at Minnesota, Tennessee, at Baltimore. All right, you got Chicago in there. So you got a chance. I think you got a chance to win that. That's at home uh, week 16. And then at Indianapolis. Uh, where's their next win coming from? 
Yeah. You know, so that, Jet, if, yeah. if the Jets did screw up, they could have a problem. But if you're – it's too bad, too, because if you're Trevor Lawrence, Atlanta, you're from Atlanta, Atlanta sucked, they're right there. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, I, Jacksonville, we'll see. You know, there's a lot of football left here, but it looks like the Jets have this. I mean, I don't think the Jets are going to win. The Jags, these teams that are winning right now are sort of screwing themselves. Um, all right, George, so I want to get your take on this. So, you know, I uh, wanted to get you on earlier, but it is what it is. It's one of those nights uh, tonight. Um, uh, baseball. Uh, I wanted to get into free agency stuff, but we'll, we'll get into that next week when we talk. But Tony LaRussa, this is unbelievable, this Tony LaRussa stuff. As Tony LaRussa, we talked about him when he got hired, about what a stupid, uh, stupid hire this was. The guy's number one. He's old. Number two, he hasn't he hasn't coached since 2000. He hasn't managed or coached since 2011. And the White Sox have a bunch of young players, man, that you know are free free will type of guys, and they were good, George. Like they so they lost in the playoffs to Oakland. You know what I mean? Like the the A's were good. I don't know. Was managing a big problem? Did the players really hate him? I don't know the inside of the room to be honest. But it seemed like this was just a dumb thing, another dumb thing that Reinsdorf done. But now it turns out that uh, LaRusso was charged with DUI the day before the hire. <laughs> oh, he God. was charged with DUI. That's not his first time, it, by the way. No, it isn't. That's the whole thing. And I remember another time it was kind of dangerous, bro. He passed out like at an intersection. Right. Like in the middle yeah, of the that's road. That's the one I remember as well. Yeah. And now this time, I guess, George, we find out tonight that the day before hire, he, he smashed into a curb, and he's 0.8. He was drunk, and 0.8. And so he's repeat with this. Like you said, you remember that. I remember that too, George. He passed out in his car, guys, in the middle of a road in Florida. Like, like you know what I mean? The car was in the middle of traffic, and people were like, what's going on? Is he okay? And he was drunk. It was Tony LaRusso. And now here he is again. George, like, he's not well, bro. And I'm not calling him out. You know, whatever. We all make mistakes, so whatever, bro. But this guy can't be managing a baseball team. What the hell are they thinking? Like, what are they thinking? Uh, well, I think Reinsdorf's thinking I'm 80-whatever years old here, and I made a mistake firing LaRusso 30 years ago, and I want to rectify it. It's silly. I don't think it makes any sense whatsoever here. I'll say this, uh, if you want to take the other side of this. Perhaps he'll make some big free agent signings to uh, sort of, you know, give LaRusso off on the right start, and by that I mean pitching. Maybe Trevor Bauer has a chance to land there. LaRusso was allegedly pulled over after his car hit something, uh, blowing out a tire. The guy ran into the curb. Uh, ran into the curb. Uh, he's got no comment. He was angry. ESPN comment, uh, contacted LaRusso for comment, and he wasn't happy. Uh, the White Sox say they're aware, and uh, it doesn't affect anything. That's a great message you're sending. Thank you very much, uh, George. Don't forget to rewind the videotape before you return it. Portrait's late night re returns on the other side. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. You're listening to Sports Rage with Gabe Morenci. 
rage. Late night. Quite the, uh, the roller coaster uh, this evening, uh, but we appreciate the work uh, done in Master Control Midtown at Manhattan. I know a lot of bullets still replying uh, this evening in the late night hours. Um, all right, so we had George Kurtz on, and uh, you know, we were busting Kurtz's balls about uh, him him uh, taping things, recording things, <laughs> and watching after the fact that, you know, he thinks it's very normal, and it really isn't that crazy of a thing to do, really, but it is funny how we all felt the same way, that it's like, yeah, you just can't do it. <laughs> like, 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 honestly, like, I can totally get watching on the phone. Like, you know what I mean? I Listen, I'm in front of the, you know, I'm on all the time. But there are times, like, I'm not as crazy as I used to be. Like, I don't, especially with phones now. So, like, I can get up, even if I have money on a game, and I'll step out, and I can track it on the phone and stuff like that. But I get it if you want to be on top of things, and Kurtz does. He wants to see all the plays and everything. But unless you're watching it live, you don't get the flow of the game anyways. And really, with all the recap stuff, there are, do you know what I mean? Like, if you go to NFL.com and YouTube, whatever, every game is capsulized. It, it is. So, like, even if you want, like, deeper than the highlights, you can get deeper than the highlights. Then you read about the game and stuff. Um, you read about the game as well. You watch the, you know, as opposed to, it's just funny. So, I, I cracked with George. Does he even know who won the World Series yet? Uh, yeah, it was the Dodgers, by the way, Kurtz. But um, speaking of which, I always talk about this, man. I don't order things like I never order clothes online. All right. The only thing I really, I don't order anything online. I ordered something once from like uh, from Amazon, like a, uh, a computer charger once. That's like the only thing. But speaking of the Dodgers, I order, I'm a Dodger fan. I order all that Dodger championship gear. I, I hope to get it before the season starts next year. Like we really guys, it's pretty pathetic. Like, seriously, you buy championship gear. You kind of want it after the championship, not, like, by, like, November 24th or whatever. Some of the stuff they say will arrive in December. What a scam. Other than that, you're on your own. Later.